Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the Insomnia Project. Sit back, relax, and listen as we have a calm conversation to help lull you into sleep, hopefully. Thank you for joining us. I'm your host, Marco Timpano. And I'm right here, and I'm Amanda Parker. And Amanda, we are in Panama. We are. It sounds like you're telling me we are, like I didn't know, like I just woke up. No, I'm telling our listeners that we're in a hotel room right now recording, and we're uh, grateful to be in Panama. Welcome to Panama. Bienvenido de Panama. Bienvenidos a Panama. A Panama. Um, And, you know, wherever you are, if it's cold right now, this podcast is going to bring you a little warmth, hopefully. Mm -hmm. Like the warmth trapped under the skin of our shoulders that's just a little just a little warm right now yes we're here for both work and pleasure Mm -hmm. and so um we leave tomorrow we do but we're happy to be here we are it's been beautiful panama's it has been a really lovely gift and uh very grateful that i got to see just a little tiny bit of this gorgeous country yeah amanda you I know that you do this because I've seen you do it. Oh, gosh. When you want to get into sort of a relaxed state or a space, especially in the winter where you just need to get away and just be by yourself and just chill, I'll often see you looking at vacations in warm places. Oh, I do that. I do do that. So I um, I like looking at, I find it very chill to look at flights and packages like all-inclusive packages or it's funny because I don't really, I'm not much of an all-inclusive or tour, like a bus tour isn't, I mean, I don't think most people aren't like, you know what? I'd love to do a bus tour of sure. Ireland or whatever. Well, that sounds great. I would love to do a bus tour. Really? Well, yeah, my parents Ireland. wanted to go on one, so. Okay. Careful. Yeah. Hey. Because they'll do it. They'll hold you to it. Um, But you know, we all... A lot of us who were like backpackers in our 20s and now are in our 40s, you know, um, well, maybe some of us are bus tour people. I don't know. But anyway, I just like looking at what could I get? Where could I go and how could I make it cheap? Because again, I like to see how I can make it not not super cheap, but just mm. what's what's a doable escape? Sure. What's and a I- doable trip? And I think you mean frugal versus cheap. When you're looking at these things, you're never looking for something that's... I like looking at all of them. Okay. 
Like I, I don't mind looking at the expensive ones too. It doesn't mean I'm going to book them, but I just like looking at, Hey, this was this price last week and I've been watching it. And so I go to it every few weeks or a few days or whatever. It depends on where I'm at. And then it's like, Oh look, the price went down again. Oh, it went up again. You know, those kinds. Mm -hmm. I like doing that just to kind of look like what would be the best day. It goes down on the Tuesday if you book for the Friday or whatever. And I have to admit that Amanda is really skilled at doing anything that's sort of travel booking related. Uh, You know, less and less does one encounter a travel agent. It's true. But Amanda... They exist though. They do exist and give them a lot of credit. Mm -hmm. And they work hard. They work hard. And if there's one listening right now, thank you. Because many times a travel agent has saved me heartache. I wanted to be one. Did you know that? I, I can see why. Because you're so good at it. When we have to and do... And they didn't... I, did I tell you this? I yeah. interviewed at... Uh, am I allowed to say the company? Okay. I interviewed at a company, a travel agent company. And they didn't take me on. And then I went back again. No. Did I get to... No, I interviewed once, but they rejected me twice. Wow. Really? <laughs> yeah. They sent me not one... They sent me a letter and then like three weeks later, sent me another letter saying, we, we are sorry, but wow. we're not taking you on. Yeah. I don't I know. If like, you I, don't know what you missed boys. It, right. It's true. I once interviewed to be a flight attendant. I know. And almost got there. Well, Amanda and I both love to travel. So it stands to reason, mm-hmm. but you're great at doing the work to book flights yeah. and trips. So I I've wanna... done this a few times with friends where I'm like, if you give me what you want, I will create the trip for us. Okay. So that brings me to what I want to ask you. Mm. Our listeners mm-hmm. find value when you give tips, it turns out. <laughs> I like frugal... how you're rolling your eyes at this as though, how could people find value in my well, in I, my hot tips? I didn't expect to get the reaction from our listeners on your frugal tip episodes. I find frugal tips relaxing and that is something that would put me and does put me to sleep okay so then like I, ways to be frugal ways to be organized ways to live tiny got it. ways to be minimalist yes. those things comfort me okay and i like to look at those things listen to them or read them to, sounds, drift, to drift off to sleep i do it sounds like you're not the only one mm-hmm. so for our listeners i love you, how i never get to prep anything you always just throw this at me Okay. Is it okay? Well, we'll find out. Let's see if I have anything. Can you give our listeners Mm. some tips on when you want to book a trip, what to look out for, best ways to book a trip online or best times, how how ahead of the date you want to travel, any of that kind of stuff. Okay. All right. right. I guess I do have knowledge because I'm like, I, I did not prep for this TED Talk. So it depends on the type of trip you want to take, right? So let me start with what we were just talking about, which is all-inclusive trips, those types of things. Sure. Now, the first thing to know about that is because there are people all over the world listening. So it's going to really depend on your region. We live in Canada and Canadians love trust love an all-inclusive trip. Um, I would argue much more than Americans. Um, and you can say that because you're both. Because I'm both. Yeah. I, can, I don't know. 
about the rest of the world as much, but, um, in terms of what they like to book, I mean, I do to some degree, but Canadians love their son and they aren't fussy with how to get it. And so they're kind of the perfect fodder and they can go to Cuba. So they're kind of the perfect fodder for, and they've really created, I think this whole, I mean, they haven't created, well, they've certainly supported a huge industry in all-inclusive travel that I think Americans are just starting to, to, to learn about. Like okay. 20 years ago, um, there were only a few resorts that Americans were like, oh my gosh, it's all you can eat and all you can drink. That What a dream. Okay, so you're giving a history lesson, but I want oh, the okay. tips. Okay. I want the tips. All right. Well, I'm just saying, I'm putting it in the construct of in, in Toronto. Well, but I can say that Europeans love a good all-inclusive vacation because a lot okay. of these all-inclusive places it's true. are European-based. All so. right. So I'm just giving a little history lesson, okay. which I also find relaxing. I know you're trying we, to rush me through. We didn't ask for the history. We want the tips. I like how it's the royal we. Yes. People might want the history. Okay. First things first. For an all-inclusive, the best time to book is the second or third week of September. Oh, okay. I would argue the second week is your cheapest time. So if you want to go to, say, the Dominican Republic, uh, where we are right now, which is Panama, certainly Cuba, Mexico, Mexico, those are your big hits. Uh, Jamaica would be in there too. Yeah. But the the Caribbean is all very different and depends on where you go. Okay, fair enough. But those, a a bunch of But the all-inclusive places that have the good all-inclusive last-minute deals and packages, your best time to book is that second week of September. So keep your eyes on it throughout August. So if you're like, for example, if you're like, huh, I've really heard that uh, Samana in Dominican Republic is beautiful. Sure. I'm going to use that as an example because that's where you and I spent our honeymoon. Great. And you don't care about when you're going. So look in August. Everyone who's in the colder climates has just had a summer. So they're not so inspired to go and sit on a beach in an all-inclusive. And half the population, all their kids go to school come first week of September. Oh, so that's why. So no one's taking their kids out of school that first, second, third week of September. They only start to take their kids out of school beginning of October, mm-hmm. end October. So you can get a really good, and if you're not into partying with kids even better, um, you can get a really good deal at one of those places. It, the, the prices drop considerably. It's the cheapest time to go, in my opinion. Just to add on to that, Amanda, mm-hmm. what I've learned from you over the years mm-hmm. is traveling on the 24th of December, <laughs> you can also get a inexpensive flight, but airports are pretty much empty on that date well the 25th for sure but the 24th is usually pretty oh sorry the 25th the 25th so flying for christmas so something we've done many many times i think we talked about this recently flying either christmas day yes sorry and that's good if you have if you're sort of straddling two families as a lot of us are doing like uh, a christmas eve with one family and then getting on that plane the next day and arriving there by christmas night with the other family or vice versa, or even if you can really stretch it. And you and I have done this. We've done Christmas morning and hopped on a plane and then Christmas yes. night with the other end of the family. So I don't necessarily recommend that. You didn't love that. No. Okay. Back to tips on booking vacations. Well, that and counts. No, okay. I know, but I'm, I'm saying let's get okay. back there. So back to tips on frugal booking. Not even just frugal booking. What do you look for? 
that would sway you to purchase one trip or one sort of holiday mm-hmm. versus the other? Like what's a red flag that says don't for me, and one that says, okay, this is what I look well, for. We, we seem to be talking about all inclusive. So maybe we'll just stay in that world. Cause there's a sure. whole other world of booking trips and flights okay. that we can talk about. I mean, we can, but in terms of the all inclusive thing, um, I would say you got to know what you're willing to put up with and what matters to you. I see. So some people, I have friends that are like, we don't care. We can do three star. That's totally fine. Right. The general consensus in Canada, I, I don't know how to say this without sounding. Uh, most, listen, I usually look for five star. Right. Anywhere. There are some places where people say, well, a five star there is really a four star elsewhere. Right. Fine. But generally speaking, most of these websites rank these resorts in terms of stars and five stars is the most. So you really want to start with a five star. And if you're willing to go down to four and a half or four, that's great. Or, but, or but, less. But know what the what the yeah. price is for the highest star level and then work your way from there. Know what's important to you. Because right. the thing is, is so uh, my dear friend Lois and two other friends of mine uh, 10 years ago now, it's been a long time. She, it's a long story, but she needed a trip. And so we all said, okay, we're going to book a trip. And she wanted to do it in the fall, right. later in the fall than September. I think we did it in November. So we all picked a week and I recommend doing this. Everybody pick a week. Okay. What's the week that works for you? Third week of November. Great. That's when we're going. And then I set to work and I said, what is it? What's important to everyone? Okay. So sun, one person said entertainment. Um, Who said entertainment? Daniel, I think. Okay. Uh, and then Lois said food. Food was very important to her. I see. Nobody was too fussy about like how big the rooms were or how new the resort is. I That's see. something you want to look at yeah. because these resorts, uh, you know, some of them, a lot of them have just sprung up in the last 10 years or so. And some of them are great, but they're 10, 20 years old. So sure. are you okay with that? Or do you want something brand spanking new? You know, it depends on what you want. Now, while Amanda does this kind of research, the only thing I ever contribute to sourcing where we might end up is I like to look at photos that the travelers take from the location where we might stay. And our friend Nima gave me a great tip. Oh yeah. What's that? Oyster.com is a website that will put up photos that the resort or the hotel, any hotel puts up. Like the staged promo photo. And then it'll put up travelers' photos of that same place because you can make a really small pool mm-hmm. look enormous depending right. on what kind of lens you use. Right, totally. And then but a person with their regular camera, their phone camera, you get the you get the whole You get the real thing. Yeah. And that's just it. You need to know, okay, that's fine. The big pool is not my thing. Right. I really just want a beach or whatever, depending Because yeah, pools are important to you, but not necessarily for me. Totally. Yeah. Well, I think you're, they're important to you. Uh, only you because, usually oh, want to swim up bar. No, but I'm even talking about hotels. When we book hotels. Right. Oh, yeah. Pool, pool, I mean, I'll book a day's in with a pool. Yeah, yeah. you're right. And like, I'm like, I could care less yeah, about the pool. Even if it's like the tiniest pool, it's yeah, true. I'll you, book it. You're a big fan of the pool. And for the record, I don't know if this is a travel tip or not, but I always, always, always travel with my bathing suit in my carry-on. Even if my carry-on is just a little backpack, 
I get that bathing suit in there because I've been stuck too many times on too many transfers or planes rerouting in the air. You name it. It's ha- I've traveled a lot. It's happened to me. So too many times I've been stuck, snowstorms, whatever. And so then I'm like, well, if I'm going to be stuck anywhere, I'll be stuck somewhere. I'll find somewhere with a pool and then I'm happy. So, but that, Other, that's otherwise, me. If Some you people don't have wouldn't your, care. If you don't have your bathing suit with you, mm. it could be on, on the bag that's been checked that you won't get. That's just it. Right. Yeah. Okay. So like you were saying with the photos, find something that matters to you. So in mm. that instance with Mexico, the food mattered to her. So I chose Mexico because other countries aren't known like Cuba, Cuba, it's not their fault. They have sanctions against them. So they're not going to get all the types of food that you might want to get at the buffet. So if that's, what's important to you, then you figure that out ahead of time. Right. Fair enough. Um, what were you going to ask? I feel like you had something you wanted. I was going to ask you, okay, so what are some tips on what to look out for when you're booking a flight? That would be like a red flag. In other words, Right. Be cautious when you see this. It's an interesting time, right? Mm-hmm. To travel. Sure. It always is. But I think you need to follow the trends of the airlines that go out of your hub. And the way to do that, I think one way anyway, is to join some Facebook groups and just look at people who travel and the people who have complaints. Um, I won't name the airline, but there are people that there's a lot going on with a certain airline right now. And because I have my ear to the ground, I'm knowing, okay, there's a lot of delayed flights, a lot of canceled flights, particularly with this one airline. I'm not going to go near their vacation packages. Oh, their vacation packages are also teamed up with another airline. So I'm not going to go with that one either because there might be issues. So just things like that. Right. Um, like a charter vacation package um, is sometimes the way to go. But if you book a charter, do you know what I mean when I say charter? That's a flight that just goes to that one destination. Yeah. So there's some airlines, especially out of major hubs like Toronto, but New York would be the same where there's charters, right? So like they specialize in these vacation destinations. Sure. But often they only go there once a week or maybe twice a week. So if something happens, you could get stuck there because it's not like they have a whole network of planes to reroute you. So if you get a flight delay or a flight, whatever, it's not like they can just put you on another flight or connect you here and get you home. Sure. So you have to look at that and go, okay, they specialize in this one tiny little airport into this beach destination that's fairly remote. But, um, so that's good. Right. And they're going to, the whole trip is going to be a package with them. So that's good. Cause it's all them from beginning to end versus booking a flight, booking an Airbnb, blah, blah, blah. But if you're stuck there, you're stuck there. So right. that's, you know, because they're just the next one's out a week, a week later. Yeah. Sure. So it, again, it depends on what's important to you. Okay. I don't know if that's a frugal tip. It's just, it depends on what's important to you. It doesn't have to be a frugal tip. That's not what I was looking for. I was looking for tips that you've learned from all the travel that you've done Mm -hmm. and that you've booked. Well, you've traveled quite a bit too. Yes. And I'll say a couple things. Make sure whenever you travel, you get the points that that airline may offer. Always, always, always. That's, I think, one of the key things. Sometimes it's easy to say, oh, I don't travel that much, so I'm not even going to bother with the points. I would say always bother with the points because 
it's interesting how quickly they accumulate and how you can turn those points in for many things, including other trips. Let's talk about points. Do we have time? Not really, because you did that little history lesson. That on... was important okay, to so this conversation. But you... can I just say something yes, quickly? Sure. One thing, further to what we were just talking about, charters, you're often not going to get the points. Mm-hmm. So we actually came down on a charter this time right. around. Um, and it doesn't mean you book the whole vacation with them. You can just book the flight. But um, a lot of them, they don't offer a point system. It just is what it is. Um, so know that, but, uh, the other thing with points is oftentimes it's a better use. I would argue almost always, it's a better use of using them for other things, travel related things. So for one of the airlines, um, the one that I get the most points with, cause I have the, you know, credit card that gets me the points. Sure. Um, we do car rentals. So those points add up and you get a car rental. And the reason I do that is cause there's no tax on that. Whereas if you try to use it for that flight to Europe, you know, that's the big one. Oh, I mean, I booked a flight to Europe or Asia or whatever. And I've done that and you've done that too. But when you book that flight to Europe, it's usually at least another hundred bucks per flight in taxes. It doesn't end up being a great deal often. Right. So it's not the best use of the points, but like the, the car rental would be, right. for example. Right. And that's what we've done in the past. Mm-hmm. In fact, the to to redeem the points with that particular point system Mm -hmm. would have cost us the same if as if we booked a flight that at that particular time because we get a deal on the flight also hotels are great for airline points really really great and you and i have done that we've we've stayed all throughout europe on hotel points and from hotel chains as well those are harder to accumulate because you really have to be with one hotel chain a lot to to get those points and i'll say this a lot of time people don't collect their points because they think, oh, I need so many to do mm-hmm. anything. But sometimes in the case of using points for hotels, mm. we went at a time where the points were half of what you needed because right. it wasn't a busy right. travel time for yeah. that hotel. So we got a wonderful hotel in Florence. Second week of September. <laughs> no, we went in March. But but we got a, a, a most wonderful hotel because we went in March to Florence. And who goes to Florence in March? We do. We do. And we got to stay in a wonderful hotel. Yeah. And it was... and That was the cheapest trip. Oh, my yeah. God. Uh, and that's a whole other thing. I mean, that's now we're getting out of all-inclusives and Cuba and Dominican and into other travel stuff. Right. But I don't think we have time for all We that. don't have time for that. But if our listeners like it, we'll do another episode with regards to Amanda's travel tips. I love it. I could talk about them all day. You know, that's a great passion of mine. It is. It yeah. is. So you mentioned the bathing suit. What are two other essentials you always travel with? Always mm. lip balm and hot sauce. Oh, I was not expect. <laughs> I was not expecting I mean, either lot. of those. Okay, I but, mean, so tell us why lip balm and why hot sauce. I mean, all the obvious things too. I always, you know, my sure, sure. earbuds and all that. Of but, um, lip balm because your lips are going to be drier on the plane than they are in normal life. Mm-hmm. And so you'll have that moment in the plane where you're like, oh, my lips are really dry, uh, because everything's sort of drying out. Uh, or if you stayed in a hotel that's drying, traveling is very drying in general. Mm-hmm. So having lip balm handy and I find the, uh, circular lip balms, the ones that are little balls yes, are great because, you know, you see these and you're like, why are they balls? It doesn't make any sense. They're great because you reach into a bag. You can always find them. 
It's like finding a rubber ball in a bag. Oh, you see. can okay. always find them. So those are great to have in a backpack or carry on purse, whatever. I like food with a little bit of kick. Sure. So I travel with tiny, tiny, mini Tabasco sauce. Um, like when I say tiny, like the size of my thumb. Not even your pinky finger. Yeah, maybe. Um, Not they, even that long. Like they don't take any room. So there's just a tiny little Tabasco sauce. Right. Right next to the lip balm, but when I get food on the plane, be it a breakfast sandwich or one of those sort of cardboardy pizzas or whatever, I find just a little bit of Tabasco makes it a little bit more exciting to eat. So here's a couple of my oh, yeah. travel Tell things that I like to do. So wherever we go, as soon as we we get settled in the hotel room and we unpack our luggages, I like to iron my shirts then and there. Get everything I might need for that stay ironed first thing before I go to bed and hang them up. That way I don't have to iron in the middle of the trip or the last minute. And I've got all my ironed shirts ready for me. Hot Amanda Barker tip. I don't iron anything. I don't keep anything in my life that needs ironing. Well, you had Cut that face. You had those pants that you wore. The wrinkly ones. And Put them in were, the shower. They're fine. And you said, oh, they're too wrinkly to wear down for dinner. And I would have ironed them if I would have But known. then I wore them and they unwrinkled because they're they're silk. So they're silk or linen? What are those pants? I thought they were linen, but they might be silk. I, I think don't they're know. silk. They're like so thin and buttery. Like it's like wearing air on my legs. I love them. Okay. But some of us have shirts that need ironing. I'm just saying a great travel tip is... And life tip is never have anything you need to iron. But that involves a lot of synthetic material, and not everybody likes that. Also, sometimes with business travel, you can't. Well, I do. I just, but again, women are different. I, I don't have synthetic shirts I can wear you with can't my wear suit. wear a nice rayon shirt. <laughs> <laughs> it's I, hard for men. Men have a harder deal with clothes in general, I think. You think so? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Okay. I do. Because we can, I can wear some of the stuff I wear, I can roll up into like a tiny little ball, like little cut, like flimsy little, you know, I like, I don't know what you call them, like the flimsiest of cardigans that are like floral. I don't know what they're called. I, they used to call them kimonos, but they're obviously not kimonos. Uh, sweater set? This is not what they're called. Anyway, what's your other tip? So there's that one there, iron your stuff hmm. right away. And or don't get irony things. For those of us who want to present ourselves without wrinkles, iron your stuff right away. I didn't criticize your craziness of bringing. No, I was just tabasco. giving a hot tip on your hot tip. No, you were you were kiboshing. I want to hear the say. final tip. The other tip I like to do is. I thought it was things in your carry on. Well, yeah, I thought that was the question. No, I'm 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 expanding it to things things I like to. I like to travel with a little spray bottle of alcohol. Mm -hmm. And then when I get to my destination, I spray everything down with alcohol <laughs> from the doorknob, in particular, the remote control, which I call a converter. I spray that down and I sleep so much better. Oh, and the other tip I will say for us where sleep is elusive, I like to travel with a pillowcase that I've written with marker my name on it. And I have one with Amanda's name on it. There, and they have zips. And they zip up. So I put the pillow from the hotel in my in my pillowcase. I zip it up, and I'm happy as can be when I sleep because I know my face 
is on my own pillowcase. I'm going to say this. Mm-hmm. I travel with, for sleep, I travel with earplugs and an eye mask, always, several eye masks, because you inevitably say you don't need them and then you want one. And I make sure the eye masks are brightly colored. Sometimes they get stolen from me. I know. That's a whole story. But so, uh, brightly colored eye masks and brightly colored um, earplugs. And the reason brightly colored because it's very easy to lose a black or dark blue eye mask or like flesh colored earplugs. They're the easiest things to get lost in sheets on the plane, whatever. So you want them brightly colored so that when you're getting off the plane and you're doing that final check, if it's hot pink or whatever, you can see it there. That said, I don't have any hot pink eye masks. They're all more muted than that, but that's the, that's the goal. Can I also say for the record that I brought a suit jacket because you told me you were bringing a suit. Because like I said, we, we had I to do corporate clothes. We had to do this some work here in Panama. white shirt that I don't have to iron. And Amanda made it seem like she was bringing her suit jacket. And she's like, she made the implication that I should bring mine. A communication problem on that one. And so I'm unpacking this suit jacket. I'm like, where's your suit suit jacket? And you're like, oh, I didn't bring one. I'm like, I brought this suit jacket. Now it's far too warm. Here's my wool suit. I bought a tie too. Okay. Well, because I thought if we had to have the business meet. Anyways, long story short, that was one thing. With our briefcases and wool suits in Panama. It wasn't wool. It's not my heavy no, I know. jacket, but I'm regardless. joking. Well, wherever you are, we hope that this episode brought you a little sunshine. I don't think we talked about sun or fun. No, at we all. didn't talk about Panama at all. I thought it was all going to be about Panama. And you're like, tell me about travel sites. What What would you like to communicate about Panama? It's before? beautiful. It's gorgeous. It's nice. It's warm. Sun. Mountains. Surf. A lot of mist. Mist. Yeah, in the mountains. Oh yeah, sure, sure. Um. Men on horses. On the beach, I didn't expect A lot of men on horses on the beach. It sounds like a Harlequin romance novel, (laughs) but it's not. Uh, What else else about Panama should we mention? It's so warm. It's very, very warm. I think we've covered that. And pretty and beautiful. Lots of beautiful papaya. I love papaya. Yeah. Some people don't like papaya, but I love it. There's nothing like having... For me, there's nothing like having pineapple freshly cut... From a place where pineapples are a plenty, mm-hmm. but also for me, where pineapples are a plenty, passion fruit is a plenty. So I have to be careful. Danger, danger for me, because there's always some dessert, and I love desserts that have passion fruit in it. And that's it. Did you test positive for being allergic to passion fruit when you did your allergy test? You always doubt that I'm allergic to passion fruit. Did you though? They don't test for passion fruit. I feel like that should be something they test for. I agree. Okay. Anyways, thank you, thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode. That was my foot on the chair. We was hope, it? It was. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Insomnia Project. And um, we bid you adieu till uh, the next episode. Just imagine the waves and smiling men with horses on a beach. Until next time, thank you for listening to the Insomnia Project. From Panama, we hope you were able to listen and sleep. <laughs>